Well, we've warned you about various aspects of the Relationships and Sexuality Education, or RSE as it's known, curriculum, which you can see a summary of at sexeducation.nz. But the more you dig, the more you find, and it's not comforting. Today, we want to show you a so-called role model that the government wants your young child to aspire to. You may not agree that they're a worthy role model. Let's check it out. So if you look at the Relationships and Sexuality Education curriculum for years five to six, which is as young as nine years old, up to about 11, family planning's navigating the journey, the gender indoctrination starts early. Yep, nine-year-olds. And it says this statement. Getting started, remind the students that gender refers to the gender a person identifies with. For example, girl, boy, both, woman, man, non-binary, transgender, takatapui, or queer, which may or may not match their biological sex. Uh, remember, this is nine-year-olds. We learned how we should act from people in society. Sometimes someone who looks like a boy may actually feel like a girl and vice versa. Some people don't feel they are either a boy or a girl. And that's okay too. And one of the main books that they want nine-year-olds to read is I Am Jazz by Jazz Jennings. Now, before we determine whether Jazz Jennings is a good role model for your young child, in fact, all young children, let's read a little bit of the book. In fact, Jazz is going to read it. Now, Jazz is a biological boy who at two years old knew, apparently, that he was a girl and didn't have parents with the wisdom to correct this faulty teaching. So here's some of the book. Hello, this is Jazz Jennings and I am going to do a reading of my book, I Am Jazz. My best friends are Samantha and Casey. We always have fun together. We like high heels and princess gowns or cartwheels and trampolines. But I'm not exactly like Samantha and Casey. I have a girl brain but a boy body. This is called transgender. I was born this way. When I was very little and my mom would say, you're such a good boy, I would say, no mama, good girl. At first my family was confused. They'd always thought of me as a boy. Pretending I was a boy felt like telling a lie. Then, one amazing day, everything changed. Mom and dad took me to meet a new doctor who asked me lots and lots of questions. Afterward, the doctor spoke to my parents, and I heard the word transgender for the very first time. Being jazz caused some other people to be confused too, like the teachers at school. At the beginning of the year, they wanted me to use the boys' bathroom and play on the boys' team in gym class, but that didn't feel normal to me at all. I was so happy when the teachers changed their minds. Hmm. So that's the book recommended by the government and family planning, Ministry of Education in the RSE curriculum for nine-year-olds. Now, Malcolm Clark is a TV producer and has uh, recently released an article entitled The Tragedy of Jazz Jennings. Uh, and he wrote it for political magazine Spiked Online. And I want to read from the article. And remember, Jazz is being held up by the Ministry of Education and Family Planning as a role model for your nine-year-olds. And it says this, in 2003, Jeanette Jennings, a mother from Florida, noticed that her son, who was three years old, kept opening up his onesie. To most parents, this might not have seemed a big deal. 
but Jennings became convinced that her son, Jaron, was trying to make his onesie into a dress. So began what would become the roller coaster career of an icon of the trans lobby and a teenage darling of America's liberal media. At the age of five, yes, five years old, that's an immediate major red flag, isn't it? Uh, Jaron socially transitioned to become a girl and was renamed Jazz Jennings. Aged 14, he started fronting his own hugely successful reality TV series, I Am Jazz. And now in its eighth season, the series has charted the lives of Jazz, his family and friends, as well as the long and complex medical procedures of his gender reassignment from puberty blockers to eventual castration and the creation of a neo-vagina. Now, we'll have a look at some of that story shortly. Uh, the article continues. If we are to believe the trans lobby, for whom Jazz is now a prominent advocate, he is walking proof of the importance of early affirmation of transgender identity in children. But like so much of the propaganda churned out by the trans movement, the true story of Jazz is much darker than we have been led to believe. Now 21 years old, Jazz has become a tragic figure. Jazz was first introduced to the public at large in 2007 in a special edition of 2020, the storied ABC primetime news series. Uh, Barbara Walters interviewed three families, and the show began with a cute six-year-old who we were told believed he was a girl, namely Jazz Jennings. And what's remarkable watching the show now is how Walters accepted everything his mother Jeanette says at face value. One obvious example of this failure to exercise normal journalistic scepticism is when Jeanette alleges that her son, at the age of four, told her he wanted God to replace his penis with a vagina. Actually, it was two years old. Have a watch. Scott and Renee Jennings and their four children are a typical American family. They could be your neighbors. Their youngest, we'll call her Jazz, is a six-year-old who has been living with a secret until now. Your child was born a boy, and now you call him a girl. Yes? Yes. Jazz is transgender and one of the youngest documented cases of an early transition from male to female. This baby came out and basically said, this is who I am, I'm a girl. I miss you. From the moment he could speak, Jazz made it clear he wanted to wear a dress. Say hello! At only 15 months, he would unsnap his onesies to make it look like a dress. If you said to Jazz, good boy, what would the reaction be? Always, no, mommy, good girl. What did you think, Scott? I think initially I was in a bit of denial. What was the first time that you had any inkling that this little boy, Jazz, was different? The day she came up to me, and I'll never forget it, Barbara, she said, Mommy, when's the good fairy going to come with her magic wand and change, you know, my genitalia? How old was Jazz then? Two. At two, two Jazz mm -hmm. came to you and said, when is a good fairy going to, I guess, take off my penis? Is right, she was and make it into a vagina. Yes. What did you feel? Just numb, frozen. They wanted to believe it would pass. After all, even their rowdy twin boys had painted their nails growing up. But Jazz kept gravitating to girl things, insisting that his penis was a mistake. Yeah, okay, so the article continues. Mum then sought out the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, the Bible of Mental Health, and became convinced her little boy was a transgender female. 
She would often say, I diagnosed her before even taking her to see a professional, and then had it confirmed. In the show, when Jazz is just six, Jeanette says that transitioning, including sex change surgery, will be critical to his happiness. You think a mother would take a lot of advice before telling her son he would be happier once he lost his penis. Not so with Jeanette. If you or I heard that a kid wanted to have no genitals, we might recommend his or her parents seek professional psychiatric help. Jeanette reached out instead to Marilyn Volker, a Florida-based sex therapist who claimed to specialise in trans issues. Jeanette claims Volker was instrumental in who Jazz is today in the 2020 show. Volker insists that when she met Jazz, she could tell that he clearly had a female gender identity. Let's have a watch of that clip. When Renee opened this manual used by mental health experts, she was shocked. Under gender identity disorder, Jazz met all four criteria for a diagnosis, including fantasizing about being the opposite sex. He was only three, and even their pediatrician told them they had a serious problem. She said, yes, I believe your child has gender identity disorder, and I recommend you go to a professional. My mouth opened up, and you literally had to scrape me off the floor. You are certain, doctor, that Jazz is a girl? I can't say biologically, chromosomally, hormonally, but yes, very clearly, gender identity, female. To confirm the diagnosis, the Jennings brought Jazz to Dr. Marilyn Volker, a therapist who specializes in sex and gender issues. How did you know that she was a transgendered child? When we began to talk, and I used, whoops, the pronoun he, I was corrected, I'm a girl, I'm she. Then Dr. Volker brought out anatomically correct male and female dolls. I ask, and which are you like? Which is like your body? Jazz looks, and she says, this is me now. This is what I want. Oh yeah, what a great sex therapist. Uh, the article continues, now anyone possessed of half a brain might have at least entertained the idea that the small child was unwell and in need of help to feel comfortable in his own skin again. But those counselling jazz merely pushed him further down the path towards irreversible surgery. In 2019 interview, Jazz explained that he loved designing mermaid tails that he could swim in. He liked mermaids, he said, because they have no genitals. Hmm. Now, apologies for the specifics in this next part, but this is the reality of transgenderism and surgical removal of healthy biological parts of the body. But remember, this is the role model for your nine-year-old, according to the government and family planning. Since then, Jazz's penis has been sliced apart and inverted inside a hole that's been carved out between his rectum and his prostate. It's taken three agonizing operations to give him his vagina. After the ops, this wound masquerading as female genitalia has to be kept open by dilation for the rest of his life essentially using a dildo to stop it sealing. It's apparently very painful. In a notable scene in series six of I Am Jazz, Jeanette revealed to friends that she often had to bully Jazz into doing his dilation. She said, I have woken Jazz from a dead sleep and taken the dilator and put lubrication on it and said, 
here, you take this and put it in your vagina. If not, I will. Maternal love, aye. Have a watch of this uh, exchange with the mum. Mental well-being and her dilation. The minute she leaves my house, we have a dilation problem. That is a concern. When you don't have that watchful eye, they tend to go back to old patterns. I have woken Jazz out of a dead sleep and taken the dilator and put the lubrication on it and said, here, you take this and you put it in your vagina. If not, I will. But Jazz is bad, even when I'm home once a day. I will be so mad if she goes away to college and that thing seals up. I will wring her neck. Can you imagine? Yeah, that seems real normal. Not. Uh, as Malcolm Clark, the author of the article that I'm reading, says on Twitter, here's Jazz Jennings' mum expressed the love only a mum can feel as she describes how she has to bully Jazz into keeping the surgical creation she calls a vagina dilated. She'll strangle Jazz if it seals up, she says. How sweet. Anyway, continuing with the article, Jazz's physical problems go deeper still. He's been on puberty blockers since the age of 11. These drugs stop the normal process of development that happens during puberty, such as the growth of genitals. So when it was time to do a sex change surgery, his surgeon discovered Jazz's penis was tiny. The vaginoplasty was invented for adults with adult-sized genitals, not boys who had never gone through puberty. When surgeons invert an adult penis, they hope to retain as much of the sensation as possible. Given that Jazz has never had a uh, adult male genitals with sexual sensation, it is almost impossible for him to have sexual sensations now. It is also pretty inconceivable he'll ever be able to orgasm. The potential link between Jazz's sterilization and his lack of a sex life is not the only elephant in the room. The connection between Jazz being given cross-sex hormones and his repeat, repeated binge eating, episodes of anxiety and severe depression is also not discussed in the show. Then there are the puberty blockers. In the only animal trial ever conducted on puberty blockers, young male sheep who received them became far more anxious than those who weren't given them. Those and other cognitive side effects appear to be permanent and irreversible. Yeah, interesting. Australian expert Dr. John Whitehall made this exact point in an interview I did with him in 2021, two years ago, when TVNZ Sunday examined the issue of puberty blockers for children who have gender dysphoria. It wasn't an investigation, of course. It was a pushing of the media's own narrative and bias, sadly. And Dr. Whitehall shared the disturbing findings about what happens when you block the natural process of puberty. Have a watch just of this short excerpt. The lazy doctor has ignored uh, the, all the work which has come out over a number of years from veterinary laboratories, for example, in her own country of origin, which I assume is the UK, that's at the University of Glasgow. It's all there. If I can read this, you can read it, Bob, mm. she can read it. What they have shown there is that if you block it, if you block, there is a sustained interruption of the structure and function of this coordinating limbic system. These are not my words. Mm. So what happens? hundreds of genes the the function of hundreds of genes are interfered with well what happens to the sheep the sheep is much less clever in the mazes and is much more emotionally labile the female sheep um, goes to pieces uh, 
defecating and urinating and so forth because of anxiety and whatever. Uh, the male sheep decides the only way to get to his mates down the other end of the mage is put down his head and charge. He loses his brain and he's done. So the behavior is interfered with. We are arguing that if you give the blockers, the kids are going to think straighter when the sheep show that that doesn't happen. More. Ah, uh, yes, puberty blockers, all normal. According to the Ministry of Health here in New Zealand, all normal. Dr. Whitehall said this regarding puberty blockers. He said, I don't know of any greater intervention in the brain and the body, end quote. But remember, the government thinks Jazz is a role model for your nine-year-old, something that your nine-year-old should aspire to. Anyway, the article concludes, Jazz Jennings was sold to us by the LGBTQ plus lobby as a shining example of the success of early gender reassignment for children. In truth, he's been left sexless, sterilized, and physically mutilated. Jazz is not an example to follow. His tragic life is an indictment of the trans movement. I'll put a link to that full article in the um, explainer to this McBlog. And sadly, recent coverage of Jazz Jennings has shown a very sad story where I believe Jazz is a victim of an ideology and of adults that have let him down. He's been paraded before the world by a glaring media, and in my view, it's pure exploitation. Here's a, a quick video summary. It is an American reality TV show on TLC about jazz, a male to female identified transgender young adult. As Jazz's Wikipedia page says, jazz was assigned male at birth. At the early age of four, jazz was diagnosed with gender dysphoria. His parents Greg and Jeanette allowed him to transition on his fifth birthday. At age six, Jazz was interviewed by Barbara Waters to discuss his gender identity. During his childhood Jazz launched a foundation, co-wrote a book, and started a YouTube channel. The show focuses on the daily life of Jazz and her family. TLC intended to not only make Jazz a celebrity but more importantly a role model. What they ended up doing was showcasing her family's need for attention and the devastating effects that transitioning can have on a child. Jazz still struggles with her depression and anxiety. Jazz even had to take a hiatus from the show and put off attending university due to her depression and anxiety. TLC recognized that Jazz's plummeting mental and physical health however would be great for ratings and renewed the show. Yeah, great for ratings. Uh, and 2020, the program 2020 did another feature on Jazz uh, at 11 years old. Let's get this straight, Jazz. Are you a boy or a girl? I am definitely a girl. Like, that's all I consider myself as. I'm sorry, I know I never do anything with my hair, but... Jazz is transgender, a boy living as a girl. Jazz is clearly making a difference and embracing the spotlight advocating for transgender rights, receiving awards, hosing on the red carpet, so great to meet you. meeting stars like Deborah Messing, and riding in New York's Gay Pride Parade. She's a wonderful spokesperson for trans kids because she's a happy transgender kid, and those two words are never in the same sentence. Oh, happy transgender kid. The problem is that that's not accurate. On one hand, she continues to say how great things are. Let's not are. lose hope. 
We must continue sharing our stories, using our art and platforms to express the love that forms the basis of our community. We are the rainbow. Why do so many view the rainbow as something bad when it is a beautiful symbol in nature? It may require a little rain, but the rainbow will emerge from the darkness and persist as a sign of how wonderful the LGBTQIA community really is. Yeah, but then we see the reality. Jazz and the family have been showcased and modelled and paraded before the nation, before the world. You can't tell me that that is all normal. It feels like exploitation on all of them. ...severely with mental health issues. All right, once it zeroes... I started binge eating and I gained weight and more weight and more weight. And now, almost 100 pounds heavier, here I am today. A typical morning's breakfast. Fast food. Maybe a donut or two, and then maybe two bagels. I don't judge her by that. I'm just shocked. We're not putting butter on it right now, Jazz. I, I know. I no, just... you need to chill right now. No, you need to chill. Even when we think we're doing something right, she falls off the wagon. How much butter did you put on the pasta? Put one oh, tablespoon. You guys, measure wait. It? No, no, no. That's not one tablespoon. I do experience no. fat shaming from my family. It makes me feel really humiliated. Come on. I need you to get up. This isn't going to cut it at Harvard. I'm not going to be here to get you up. At least Greg and I are around to prevent her from oversleeping. What's going to happen when we're not around? You got to really consider whether you could even go up to school. As long as I get off my lazy ass, then... You keep making empty promises. You're like, I got this. I can do this. I'm going to change. Yeah. I can tell you that it's different now because it's now it's or never. It's not, though. It it's now been. or never at this point. Prove it because you're all talk. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the promo for episode seven of I, of I Am Jazz. And now they're up to season eight. And in an article just a couple of months ago in March, it says this, after eight seasons, four sex change surgeries and countless hormone treatments, TLC's I Am Jazz star Jazz Jennings still doesn't feel right. I don't feel like me ever, Jennings revealed in a recent episode. Jazz Jennings, who was born a boy and declared himself transgender at the age of five, confessed feelings of dissatisfaction to his mother, Jeanette, quote, I just want to feel myself. All I want is to be happy and feel like me, and I don't feel like me ever, Jazz said in an emotional exchange caught on camera. Have a watch. Are you feeling like you wanted to start talking about, are you okay? I'm okay. I'm like going to cry. But you, you know I can't get out of my head. I know. No, listen. <laughs> It just doesn't stop. It's okay. Give me a hug. It's okay. I know what you're going through. We've been there before. No, it still doesn't stop now. I and I'm already going well, back to you, negative. But the more you're talking about yourself, it gets harder. Mm -hmm. You're digging in and you're, it's making you put a, a magnifying glass on what's mm -hmm. already difficult as it is. So this is hard for you. I know. And you don't, we don't want to push you I know. Anymore. I'm the one doing it. Like, I know. You're your own worst enemy. I feel kind of all over the place and like my mind is very cluttered and not clear. And I really want to have that clarity. I really want to understand myself and be able to read my own soul and what I want. And it's just very challenging. And I think I'm kind of breaking down a little bit and spiraling into negativity. I just want to feel like myself. Like, that's right. it. I don't like care. All I want is to be happy and feel like me. And I don't feel like what me ever. Yeah, I mean, here's the mother gaslighting Jazz and saying Jazz is their own worst enemy. Jazz says nothing has changed. Even though Jazz has transitioned, the inner feelings are exactly the same as before. Does that all sound healthy to you? 
I mean, it's just so sad to see what has happened to jazz, and secondly, to have it all play out in front of the public. But apparently it's all normal and will have no effect on mental health. Yeah, right. And your children should aspire to this, according to the Ministry of Education and Family Planning. Conservative influencer Peterson, uh, Jordan Peterson quoted this article that I've been reading to you uh, where he talked about the plight of Jazz Jennings revealing the cruelty of gender-affirming care uh, and says that the star will never have a normal life. Hormones and puberty blockers are doing irreversible damage to kids, according to the article. That's from the article. And Peterson captioned his retweet, Never forgive his mother. Ironically, he got blasted on social media for misgendering Jazz his mother. But Jordan is biologically correct, of course, not politically correct. But as I said, the Ministry of Education and Family Planning want your nine-year-old to think that Jazz is a role model. As a parent, do you agree? Now, just before I finish, here's the real question. Why doesn't the government encourage people to learn about Chloe Cole? Unlike Jazz Jennings, you won't find Chloe Cole and her story featured or land her own reality TV star series or be part of the RSE curriculum in New Zealand schools. Here's Chloe's important message to young people. I was only 12 years old when I told my parents that I was a boy. Like many parents in that situation, they didn't have a clue what to do. They were scared and desperate for answers. They wanted what every parent wants for their child for me to be okay and thrive. At 13 years old, on the advice of so-called medical professionals, I was put on puberty-blocking medication, and only a month later, I was given my first testosterone injection. The gender clinic presented my parents with the, with the classic false dichotomy regarding children with gender dysphoria. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living son? <laughs> Given these options, what loving parent wouldn't choose to transition their child? Scared for my life, my parents were prepared to sign anything the doctors asked. This was not that this was not informed consent. It was a decision forced under extreme duress. At 15, I went under the knife for a radical double mastectomy, the kind that breast cancer patients get. I started binding, which deformed my breasts as well as my ribcage. At 16, I finally realized what happened to me, and that I had made a huge mistake. I realized the beauty of motherhood was stolen from me by medical professionals who my family entrusted me to. I realized after maturing a bit more that a child does not in fact know who they are at 12 years old. I realized that I wanted to be what I always was and forever will be, a woman. With this realization came a series of challenges that were far worse than the transition. Somehow, I had to get myself off these drugs and tell everyone in my entire life that I was not who I said I was. My parents were shocked and felt like they failed me on every level imaginable. My friends all turned against me because I was evidence that their beliefs were a lie. I was a joke. I was a fraud. I was many years behind in development and capable of feeding, of, incapable of feeding my future children, and worst of all, completely alone. Even the medical professionals who got me into this mess now have no idea what to do with me, and they refused to help me. It almost killed me, as it has killed many who regret transition. The big question still remains. How was a 12-year-old introduced to the idea that they could do something as ridiculous as change their sex? 
There is no second chance at childhood, so we must do our best as adults to guide our children to pathways that lead to healthy bodies and minds instead of depression and disfigurement. No child deserves to suffer under the knife of a gender-affirming surgeon. America's children, all children, deserve better. Yeah, that's the inconvenient truth, isn't it? Chloe says that at 12, she had no idea of what she was doing. But the government wants your nine-year-old to be influenced by transgender Jazz Jennings, not the transitioner, Chloe Cole, who, as you can see, and I've met her personally, is doing very well in life. As a parent, do you agree with the role models that the government is putting in front of your children? If you don't, it's time to speak up for the sake of your child. Children deserve our protection. They deserve truth. They deserve appropriate role models. It's our job to make sure they get that. Music